Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the Fringe of It. Episode number 55. As the podcast goes on throughout this, I, I don't know if we've got any positivity to bring. We were just saying, we were like, we've, we've been talking about our differing situations over the last week. And just before we clicked record, Joe bought a packet of crisps on his, on his daily, weekly shopping trip, weekly. Um, <laughs> and then he got in and the craving to open them overcame the moment of washing hands and he nearly put his hand in the crisp bag and I... I probably deafened Charlotte. I was like, "Don't do that." We um yeah, we just had a bit of a moan before we pe- we came on the podcast and um well, we just we just can't lie to you basically. I am um, June definitely can't lie to anybody. Um <laughs> I think I'm a bad liar. I walked in the dining room the other day and she um we got this kinetic sand which is I don't really know what it is. It's like sand like I don't really know. The kids love it. Anyway, I walked in the dining room and she was like, I definitely, no, she said, I've not thrown it, mummy. (laughs) Which basically means she chucked it. I love that when children lie, it's they tell you the lie with, I did not in front of it. All the time. Like, I didn't eat it, mummy. You you did though, didn't you? (laughs) Bless her. Um, How are you? How's Maggie? You've had a bit of a week of it. We have. We've had a bit. Oh, sorry. Joe's just walked in with a bit of lamb he bought ahead of Easter Sunday. Thank you. That looks nice. Uh, <laughs> I can literally imagine him stood there, like, showing it to you. Like, I don't know, like a butcher at, at market. I know, honestly. Um, but, yeah, we've had, a, we had a weekend. It was lovely weather, so there was that to be grateful for. But um, we tried to make homemade pizzas. Obviously, there is a real craze for either banana bread or sourdough starters. And... Joe started a sourdough starter and we were going to make pizzas. We have this Franco manga cookbook and this flour, um, which we got as a present. And we were like, we're going to make pizzas. And then obviously, you know, I follow people like Laura Jackson who do beautiful tablescapes and she's got the hashtag um, make a meal of it, which is really beautiful and very inspiring and a really, really positive message. Um, so we are in my head, I was like, this Sunday, I was like, we're going to have the gingham tablecloth out in the garden. It's going to look like a scene from Call Me By Your Name. It's going to be really beautiful. Um, probably some cut lemons on the table. You know how it is. Oh, like beautiful. A, car- a carafe of lemonade. Um, I'm the there. Vis- the vision was set. Anyway, we started making these. And I was in the garden um, just doing a bit of tidying up. And Joe came and he was like, can you come here, please? And I thought, oh, God, <laughs> oh, no, it happened. Um, so he was trying to like roll out the paste, um, sorry, the dough. And he was like, it's just not working. And I could see that the, just the tension building, his tone had changed. And I was like, let me help you with this. So the pan was on the hob, it was being heated. And I was like trying to stretch the, these pizzas out and got one in. And basically like the cookbook was very vague. It basically said, 
all these very intricate steps and it said cook the pizza basically was it, it was like, like a bake te- off yeah bake off technical it was like a technical it was very vague so you have it on the pan and then you put it in the oven and we'd done that and joe was like oh it looks like a cake it looks awful and at this point it didn't look great um <laughs> so we took it out of the oven wasn't properly cooked that's fine I said we've got enough dough for three more um so that was all right and then we put the pan on the hob and I went to pick the pan up forgetting it to come out of the oven burnt my hand no and then it just things like that just kept happening and it was just and then Maggie wasn't very well um we were quite worried so we had to take her to the vets and the vet it's the out of hours vet so that's like a 35 minute walk so Joe walked her there just about um and then on the way back he was taking a really long time so I was like is everything all right and he was like I'm trying to get a train there's no trains I don't know how to get back because she just will not walk I've tried carrying her so I took a tote bag out we put her in that and basically walked the rest but anyway it was one of those days that I said like you see on Instagram everyone having really kind of like beautiful meals and it's really positive and normally I'm really happy to see it because I think in these times I want to see a bit of goodness. I want to see reality, of course, but it's nice to see the uplifting stuff. But I was just like, honestly, I kept seeing people in the garden doing nice dinners and I was like, for God's sake. Did you get to um, eat any pizza? How, like what what happened with the pizza? We did. We we managed on a third one and it was it wasn't it was nice. Um it wasn't Franco Manca, but Joe made a ridge. What he did do, he made a really good garlic bread with the last bit of dough and that he could make a good garlic butter that man so not all was lost and then after we'd done it I saw a tweet which apparently Pizza Express have just released their dough ball recipe and Joe was just like too soon like don't even don't even go near that and I was like yeah let's so- let's leave that to like week five I know and then everyone, exactly and then everyone on Instagram was like oh have you tried this recipe and I was like I'm really grateful that everyone's sending in these recipes but it is a little bit soon um so thank you but no thank you for now <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of like expectations meet reality at the moment like not even like with Instagram but like you know the chat that we were having before this I was a bit frustrated with like some of the things that I want to do with June and again like it's nothing to do with June it's nothing to do with me but it's just like why what why do I even want to do these crafts or like why am I not just happy with like the process why am I like obsessed with the outcome like yeah. what, what am I expecting um from her I say this as I have I think like 15 um salt dough easter egg decorations in the oven that won't dry out properly um, <laughs> oh god um and I was just watching at the bottom of the garden which we are really lucky to have but Jack and June are doing that kind of um what's the word for like bubble painting where you get cups and you put fairy liquid and paint and water and you like bubbles everywhere and I've got this kind of idea that we're going to make Easter cards with them but already I can see June was just like tipping paint from cup to cup and now it's all like a delicious shade of brown very Eastery really so yeah yeah I mean you know Easter yeah chocolate Easter egg you're right I was like what's brown about Easter (laughs) um so but yeah I just think that I I think both of us do we like to kind of present the reality on stories and maybe not so much on Instagram grid but I feel like I don't know I keep saying that I'm I'm lowering my expectations and I'm forgiving myself for things but I'm kind of not at the same time like yeah a conversation I just had with Jack in the kitchen he's like you're carrying on like everything's normal and I'm like well it is normal within this house and he was like yeah but First of all, like June's at nursery a lot more. And second of all, you've kind of got the weight of the news on your mind at all times, whether you think about it consciously or subconsciously. Like it's kind of there. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I guess you've got a point, actually. Yeah, I think that's it. Like I do try and function normally. And I said this to a couple of friends last week. I said... I think I'm someone that on social media can look like I'm being really productive. And I I think that's how me and Joe function quite differently in that sense. I need routine to function. I think without a, when I'm not in a routine, I'm just like, I can't get stuff done. I need to really self-motivate. And I think that's a skill that I've perhaps honed after being self-employed for a really long time. But I do think there is that pressure. You think every moment has to be useful or resourceful or normal. And actually the situation is so abnormal and it's so strange and scary, but I think everyone deals with it differently. And it's almost having to accept that we're all, we're all dealing with this in 
our own way. Actually, I saw a really, really good tweet. Um, and it was kind of about, so I feel like I love Twitter, but it is somewhere at the moment that is like, there's the people telling you one way of doing things and the people telling you the other way of doing things. Um, and oh, let me see if I can find it. Cause it really, I was like, someone summed it up very well. Um, I'm not going to be able to find it now. So that's going to be great. I know what you mean about Twitter though. I kind of feel the same. Like I really enjoy it for the comedy that it brings, but then at the same time, there's just a lot of shouting going on there at the moment. Like a, There's a hot take about everything, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there really is. But one of the um, favourite things that I saw on Twitter this week um, was, I don't know if you are a fan of Frasier, or Fraser, as I like to call it, and then Jack Wendell I was call, like... Yeah, I call it Fraser as well. Yeah. Fraser. <laughs> yeah, Jack was like, are you talking about Frasier? I was like, pardon? I don't know that programme. Yeah, no, I've never seen that programme before. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But um, it was just a really, really great, tweet thread by ken cheng and he basically said one like equals one out of context clip of david hyde pierce's incredible comic acting as dr niles crane from frasier um and it turned out in the end to be like 28 video clips and that was pretty much the funniest thing that's happened to me like jack <laughs> came in i think i don't know what he, i think we'd put june to bed he was cooking dinner and he was obviously alarmed by the the laughter it, it was new for that <laughs> day um and he was like what what are you laughing at and I was like that tweet tweet thread that you sent me like it was absolute comic relief and and that's all I'm living for at the moment any form of comic relief honestly but um this is I feel like I'm lowering the tone now but it's basically no it's fine talking... I, I was fi I was filling air I was filling air um it's a really long thread but it's by um Marie Leconte and if you it's at young vulgarian and basically what the the highlighted tweet that I saw was her saying um you cannot ask people to tweet with absolutely every account on Twitter in mind. That's not how our brains work. And it would suck all the joy of social media out of it. Instead, we may need to collectively learn that just because someone has posted something on a public platform, it doesn't mean that everyone was always the intended audience, just like you wouldn't intervene in a conversation people are having in a queue, despite you being able to hear them loud and clear. Maybe we need to accept that social spaces online. Oh, Joe's putting the cutlery away. Thanks for that. I was just about to say, what's happening over there? I mean, he's emptying the dishwasher. It sounds like it's, so I can't grumble. Um, we can only be made better if we recognise we've all been squashed together in one space and we all have different lives and views and experiences and problems. And maybe we need to learn how to build those bubbles for ourselves, not at a platform level, as we're clearly using apps like Twitter that are made better by having open... Oh, sorry, it goes on. But it's... Don't, yeah, don't it, apologise. I was loving it. Carry on. Oh, no, honestly, it's quite a long thread. To be fair, um, I, did, I did see that thread um, and thought, this is something I really want to read, but um, after the one with Niles Crane, like, that's my level that I compare every tweet thread to now. Oh, yeah, it's a high standard. But I just think, I think, except that there will be people that will really thrive in being productive on their own and people that just need to, like, indulge and relax. Oh, sorry, Joe. Sorry, hang on. Oh, I'd love lunch. But I, no, don't worry, I'll make it because I want to... Sorry, Charlotte. Um, I've got some questions about what just happened. Pickle and cheese sandwich. I know, I was going to say cheese and pickle and then I panicked and it came up <laughs> the wrong way. I love that you knew what I was going to say. That I was like, I would have never called it a pickle back? and cheese sandwich in my life. Okay, fine, because um, there was there was a lot there to unpick for me. Yeah, no, it's a cheese and pickle sandwich. Um, and that's Branston pickle for anyone wondering. What regular chunks or small chunks? Oh, I couldn't be sure. Normally, small, small preferably, um, if I have a choice. But I, in these climates, I don't think I have a choice. So I think we'll we'll have whatever's in the fridge. Yeah, would you go for smooth though? That smooth stuff freaks me out. Oh, it's got to have chunks in it. Yeah, absolutely just... agree. A bit of a bite. With your pickle and cheese sandwich. Pickle and cheese. Sorry, excuse that. Um, I did also see, relating to that, Gemma Styles did a really great Instagram, which I've actually just seen you've liked. Um, and the caption, I was, I was like, I wanted to be like, yes, that. Um, and she said... I've been staying at home 100% of the time. It's my turn to go to the supermarket and the imminent trip feels quite exciting. I think it can be quite interesting to see how different we all are as people during this time. Some are throwing themselves into side hustles, into exercise. 
Some people have to get up and put makeup on to feel normal. I don't really feel like any of those is me. Mainly pajamas, hot beverages and just filling time over here. With the occasional long avoided household tasks running once every couple of days. I felt more guilty for not being an isolation overachiever at the beginning of all of this. But we're not all the same in regular life. Why would we all adjust to isolation, quarantine and distancing in the same way? And I was like, exactly that. Oh yeah, that's so true. And I think there's just, I don't know, like... I love the internet. I love the internet so much, but also the internet needs to just shush for a minute, which is yeah. why, like where I think we need to learn to be disciplined with it because if you spend too long on there, like when June gets up early in the morning, sometimes I can just sit and scroll um, while she watches one of her terrible programmes, Bing mainly. Um, and I'm like, I've literally not even been up for half an hour and I think I've processed like 50 different opinions yeah in a time like this like I feel like more than ever we need to be so strict with our social media time because I know our screen like our screen time is up and, and, and I don't want people to feel guilty for that but I think it's just acknowledging when it's having like a negative impact on you Oh, exactly. And I think that's it. And I think everyone's screen time's up, but don't punish yourself for it. Be like, okay, maybe I need to cut down if you feel like you do. But if you feel like it's an escape for you, if you're not just sitting on BBC News the whole time, it's a good thing as well. And I think what, like, honestly, my motto with this has been do whatever it takes to get you through the day. And I feel like whether that's like on Monday, yesterday, for example, Monday, I've just kind of given into the fact that you know, if I'm having a bad day, just listen to that. And it's okay to just write the day off. And I'm in a position where with work, I can do that at the moment, because things are slower. And I am able to say, you know, not today. And that's fine. And I think there's no right way of doing this. And me and Joe had a chat about this, because I saw a Twitter thread, kind of almost taking the mickey out of someone for having like, kind of talking about some of the basic tasks they were doing. And I was just like, there isn't a right or more, more sophisticated way of dealing with this. Like if all you can manage to do in a day is, I don't know, put on, if all you want to do in a day is put on makeup. There's nothing vapid about that, because if that's the thing that's going to make you happy or feel valued or feel that you've got purpose, then do it. And I think it's really not a time to be holier than thou or more purposeful than anyone. And I just meet we had a really big discussion about it because I was like, I'm really fed up of seeing people kind of get uppity about everyone doing the same thing or people all jumping on a bandwagon because I'm like guys like we're all in this weird situation let people live yeah like for god's sake I've said it before I'll say it again let the people bake the banana breads and let the people have their Instagram lives just let them be yeah and, and I, if they want to do it with a full face of makeup on as I've got on right now so be it that's the thing like that and I think that's it like today you might have a full face makeup tomorrow you might not like every day looks different to everyone and I think it's about accepting that and just being able to know that whatever you're doing is right like there's no wrong or right answer and there's definitely no right way of surviving this weird situation just as long as you're social distancing obviously um but it that that is the main thing so I've gone on a whole waffle there we've not even we've not even started also I do want to say that the thing that's made me happiest today is that I have fixed my hoover um so even if joy looks like that to you that's good as well what was wrong with your hoover I've got a hoover story to to swap with you Oh, so basically we've got the, we've got a cordless Hoover, which I'm, I'm I'm learning the hard way isn't always the best way to go. Um, Need a lot of charging. Lot of charging, and basically we've had a lot of suction problems around here. Um, and she 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 was just not picking up like at all. Um, it felt like you were just kind of like gliding her over the carpet, and I could still see like you know all the hair is on the carpet. Oh think, yeah, sorry, I'm only I, doing that because it's normally my hair and it's disgusting. And no, and I felt like I needed to do a Mrs. Hinch and get on my hands and knees and really scrub it. And I thought I shouldn't have to be doing this when I have a Hoover. Oh, God, um, sorry. You know, I hate carpet, and you've just said scrubbing oh, carpet. So, oh, oh. So okay. I've uh, got pins and needles. Sleek wooden floor, sleek wooden floor, sleek wooden floor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I took the filter out and I cleaned it, and I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know the filter could come out. Um, so that's what I've learned today, and that has brought me joy out of everything. So I think if you're, if that's the kind of thing that's going to bring you joy, you do you yeah absolutely knock your socks off we had to um on sunday i decided that we could not live in our own filth any longer um and i cleaned the house like but like really went for it anyway oh. 
I like shoved the Hoover in Jack's hand at one point. I was like, can you Hoover in here? Because obviously I've done everything and I'm a saint. Um, (laughs) It wasn't. It was just, you know, when you wake up in one of those moods and you don't really tell anybody else what you're doing, you just start doing it. Yeah. And then Jack said, what's what's going on? And I'm like, well, obviously it's spring clean day. Did you not get the memo from my head that I telepathically sent you? And he was (laughs) like, "Mm, okay, like, can I help? And I was like, yeah, you can hoover this. Anyway, so he starts hoovering and then he sucks up Bo Peep's shoe um, from Toy Story. Yeah, so we had to sacrifice the hoover bag and (laughs) Jack was outside. I had to shut the door so that June wouldn't kind of like go and get her hands in all the hoover dirt. And then she was on her step looking out the window, looking at Jack, emptying the hoover bag, <laughs> looking for Bo Peep's tiny black shoe. Um. Anyway, to cut a long story short, he found Bo Peep's shoe and all was well. Oh, God. Hoover what? stories. Um, the oh. greatest thing that I've seen on the internet, I don't know if I'm allowed to play this clip. I, I'll find I'll find out if I get hit with a lawsuit. But um, Isla Ann won on Twitter, and I'll put a link to this. She put a video of her grandma, um, who's 93, and I'm just going to say Scottish. I want to think she's Glaswegian. I don't know why, but... um. And it's just the most beautiful video that, that I've ever seen on the internet. And I like to play it to myself every time I'm feeling down. Have you, have you have you heard it? I don't think I have. Right. Are you ready for this? Hopefully hopefully this will work. Are you ready? Yeah. Say hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. I'm still here. I'm telling you, I'm like a bad penny. There's no getting rid of me. <laughs> and I hope you're all keeping well and doing what you're told. Keep to the rules and you'll all be fine. It'll all pass. Bye-bye for now. Love you all and think about you a lot. I mean, I love you Oh, that is so precious. Isn't it? Stick to the rules and you'll all be fine. I've got goose pimples again for a different reason. Oh, my God. Have you seen the um, Hamilton video? The video (laughs) of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Um, surprising a Hamilton fan. No, I have not seen that. Oh my god! Can I send it to you now for a live reaction? Because I feel like you just—it, I cried. Yeah, you're gonna send it to me in my Twitter DMs because my Twitter DMs are literally just you and Jack trying to like hounding am- you. Well, yeah, just like sending me tweets, which is great. You know, I like to be informed. I've sent it. Um, it's two minutes twenty, uh, two minutes twenty seconds long of. You watch that quickly, because then we can move straight on to telly talk afterwards. Hang on, hang on, I d- hang on. I forgot how to use Twitter. Right, I'm going in. Okay. Oh, look at her face! Oh my god, I know. Oh, I've I've got full on goose pimples. Oh, I couldn't cope. Okay, I'm going to watch the rest later. I feel like I'm not even a minute through, and I really want to save that honestly like if you watch the whole like if you watch i'll send you the full version because it's just so emotional so she was meant to see hamilton in new york and last night she watched um she was like she watched mary poppins returns instead and then um emily blunt appears and then obviously they get um everyone and it's just oh it's i really i cry i haven't cried a lot this week i mean it's only it's only tuesday (laughs) um i've had my mammoth cry of the week i had it about an hour and a half ago. I'm done. Oh, yeah, no. See, I, that got me. It was a happy cry as well, so that was fine. Look at me um, bragging that I've got crying off my to-do list for this week. Done. Well, that's, what, that's one thing off the Trello board. And I've done a, and I've done a banana bread. Oh, yes. Shall we move on to telly talks? We might never get there otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I don't know why that really cracked me up. I, like, I think emotionally, yeah, I feel like we won't get to telly talks. <laughs> we might never get there oh thank you joe oh that looks like nice bread thank you what's that you pickle and cheese sandwich i hope you're not going to be eating that on air have you got crisps <laughs> as well i haven't had any yet what flavor crisps away. were there um do you know what there's a really great turkish shop near our house and um we, they're like holiday crisps so oh. they're like crinkle cut salted ones oh can't wait gels um I just want to say I went to supermarket on Saturday. I go once a week on my Saturday. I went at what time did I go this week? I think about half past six, seven PM. It's the time to go. Anyway, I couldn't believe the actual price of Doritos when they don't have an offer on. I was like, but sorry, you want two 
two pounds fifty for this bag, but they're normally bound. Um, and just that, obviously, like quite a lot of the supermarkets have just taken their offers off. And I'm like, oh, this is the oh, <laughs> this is I don't know, shocking. <laughs> two pound fifty is a lot for something that I call not a privilege with the Dorito. Yeah, well, I didn't go for the Dorito. I went for the McCoys. They're like a I don't know, like a tortilla wrap crisp. I don't really know what they're. They were £2 as well. And Jack keeps going, can I open the crisps? And I'm like, no, you cannot open the crisps. I'm saving those for Friday. Oh, for Friday? Yeah, for what the, are you doing on Friday? The pub quiz, the weekend. Like, I, I don't have a drink all week. Like, just I just really need to differentiate the weekend from the week. And that moment. is crisp day and not crisp day. Yeah, and at that price, you can't just be eating crisps willy-nilly. Very, very true. Um, sorry, so... telly talk. <laughs> Telly talk, yeah. <laughs> we're here, we're here. Um, what have you been watching? Well, okay. So, last week I realised that I hadn't seen When Harry Met Sally before. What? Yeah. So there was me going on at you for not having seen Freaky Friday. Which I've still not watched this week, sorry. That's fine. We are, this, we're, we're in it for the long haul. It's fine. Um, but... It's been this really weird thing that I, I was basically Joe was playing on Football Manager and I was like, can I pick a film because you're not watching it? Um, and I was looking through Netflix and I was like, I don't know if I've seen this. And Joe's always said to me, he's like, yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. And I'm like, no, no, if I had, I'd know I'd remember it. It's one of those films. It's everyone's favorite. And if I'd have seen it, I would be able to tell you. Anyway, hadn't seen it before. Absolutely loved it. And then I realised there was a handful of Meg Ryan films from that era that have bypassed you, me. You've not seen You've Got Mail, have you? Until yesterday. <gasps> wow, you finally watched it. What did you think? I loved it. It's just like, these are just films. I'm like, I'm glad that I hadn't watched it until this point in time because that, that is, is what perfect for a crisis. It honestly is. And I've got Sleepless in Seattle lined up. Stop it. So I just can't, I, I feel like this is like, it's like my pretty woman what and dirty dancing. What a time dancing. to be you. I know, it's just like 80s rom-coms and I just feel really excited and lucky that past me hadn't ever made the effort because now current me is like, wow, this is exactly what I needed during a pandemic. Oh my just, goodness, um, you've got mail. Um, it was so, like, it's incredible. But at the time it was even more incredible because they've got those like sexy, like Max, haven't they? As one of them oh. got like the coloured one. They, like, you know, are, like the bubble. Do you know which yeah, one they, I mean? Yeah, they're just, it's just amazing. And it reminded me of like AOL and how much oh, I loved AOL. Yeah, all I wanted oh. was AOL. You've got mail. I just loved it. And I just, I mean, I loved when Harry met, the outfits in When Harry Met Sally. I feel like the outfits were slightly better because obviously that was more 80s and You've Got Mail is more, is, I think it's like filmed in like 98. Um, Hang on, so, I, so you've still got Sleepless in Seattle to watch? Yeah, I've seen a tiny bit of that before. Oh my I went god, to I'm it. so oh, it's sorry to interrupt. It's incredible. I just want to you to know when you're watching it, where Tom Hanks lives is awesome. Like it is such a cool house. I can't wait. I really can't wait. So I feel really happy that I've had those this week when I've needed them the most. Um and the other thing Sorry, I, think... I just I just <laughs> you're trying to be really professional and I'm like, I've got one more thing. Have you seen One Fine Day? No. Okay, also, I just, it's not quite in the, in the iconic status of Sleepless in Seattle, but, like, I would maybe give, like, Sleepless in Seattle a nine, and I'd give that, like, an eight. Like, it, okay. it's quite close. Perfect. So if anyone can else can recommend me any great 80s rom-coms that happen to have slipped through my net, which is obviously not doing a very good job if I've missed When Harry Met Sally, but if anyone can suggest any other ones, I'd be very welcome like they'd be very welcomed because I just that that is what's getting me through at the moment that and tots tv um <laughs> I was hoping you were going to bring this up because I just <laughs> just need to know more it all started with a tweet um so it was it was a stupid clip that just cracked me up and I forgot how funny it was and it was just I, I thought I was like oh my god I forgot how funny this stupid program is and then I Google, I went on YouTube and I searched Tots TV best bits. And now every evening before bed, I'm like, can we watch an episode? Because they're like 14 minutes long. And I just forgot how funny it is as an adult. Like, obviously, everyone remembers a theme tune. 
Um, but looking at them as characters now, I'm not trying to get all like analytical because it is Tots TV, but Tiny has got a real attitude problem. He gets very <laughs> triggered very quickly. And Tilly, like Tom is great at diffusing a situation, but T- Tiny is really, I think he's got little man syndrome, like very like gets very cross very quickly. Um, but I loved it. I really, <laughs> I loved it as if it's this brand new program. Um, it just really makes me laugh. I'll have to send you some of my, my favorite episodes. I would absolutely love that. So is this just like a you thing or is this like an internet thing? Cause this is what I couldn't figure out. I was like, I is this it... a Tiger King, like of epic proportions? Or is no, it just it's live? certainly not Tiger King proportions. I've seen a few tweets using clips from it. So I feel like it's on the fringes of society, <laughs> the fringes of TV society, but I think it's definitely having a bit of a cult moment are you um, gonna say mark it, my words this is gonna be this is gonna be big yeah mark my words it's gonna it's gonna be hot on everyone's tv radars very soon um i can't wait to go back there um and i'm glad that you've cleared it up because i was just like what what's happening over there <laughs> i mean i don't think it's what all the cool people are doing put it that way but um i'm enjoying it what have you been watching well i've not been watching tiger king and i won't be watching tiger king um but what i have been watching is a film called ladies in black so i was really frustrated one night like i was just scrolling the internet you know when you just like you are totally self-sabotaging being an idiot like just put your phone down stop look what are you looking for like whatever it is you're not going to find it at the bottom of an instagram scroll anyway so i'd done my head in enough and then i went on netflix and jack was playing not football manager oh no no he's now moved on to minecraft was it not minecraft that's what i just said i thought you said mind like minecraft oh that <laughs> <laughs> it's minecraft Oh, I thought you called it like Minecraft. No, I did call it Minecraft. (laughs) It's mine as in M-I-N-E, not M-I-N-D. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got, I'm in no position to tell you what it is, but. (laughs) Oh, well, I've been calling it Minecraft all week. Why has Jack not corrected me? Hang on. He's probably enjoying this. Mine, oh, my, oh, Minecraft. Oh, dear. It doesn't really make any more sense to me minecraft or mindcraft um i just know that like jack has a little whatsapp group and they whatsapp each other and then jack and i have gone to bed at the same time pretty much our entire relationship um and then i went to bed before him the other night and then i heard him downstairs on the phone and i go downstairs (laughs) i've just seen a really funny thing on the internet (laughs) i thought you thought my story was really funny I just sent it to you on Instagram. I'm so sorry. I didn't even. I just picked up my phone. I was, was like, oh, she's lo- she's loving how I'm telling this. She's absolutely <laughs> loving it. I've got her in the palm of my hand. Oh, I've se- yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. That is going to be us. It's just, let's just. I, I just thought of you at the bottom, just having cut off all your. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, she is loving this Minecraft story. Like, I didn't think it was this funny. You're like, wow, what a reaction I've got. Um, anyway, so he sits downstairs and then they're on like the phone to each other while they're Minecrafting. It's weird. Anyway, so I was like... <laughs> they're Minecrafting each other. <laughs> so I like needed to find something on Netflix. And anyway, my scrolling on Netflix paid off and I found Ladies in Black, which was released in 2018 and it's set in Sydney in 1959. And I originally called it a poor man's Mrs. Maisel, which I kind of feel bad about because like the two shouldn't be compared apart from the fact they're set in the 50s. Um, And it's about, it's actually based on a novel by Madeline St. John. And they've described it here on IMDb as a tender hearted comedy drama. I wouldn't really say it's comedy and I wouldn't really say it's drama. Like it's just quite like, (laughs) you're laughing at me or at another meme? No, I'm laughing at you. My phone is out of sight, out of mind. (laughs) um it's just generally like not a lot of stress like i think the thing that they get like at one point something bad happens to one of the characters but it's only mentioned once and then nobody really mentions (laughs) it again like that's my kind of i just yeah i just really enjoyed it and like the probably the biggest stress is um about a dress i mean there is an, an underlying message like um it's all about kind of being a refugee um 
in like 1959 or like immigrating to Australia and, and there are some kind of like not very nice slurs um, but it is kind of of its time and then the story is like how um, I don't know like how they all get along in the end and it does have a really lovely message but there's just some beautiful scenery and some very nice dresses um, so I what? really really enjoyed that I think you I think you'll like that one but it is quite slow like not not a lot happens minimal drama and then what I also thought was minimal drama was um, on Netflix I found Virgin River oh um, whilst everyone is uh, Jack loves it when he goes onto my Netflix Flix profile he's like this is like an entirely different netflix like what what is this what is it suggesting anyway my netflix kept suggesting virgin river to me um and it is an american tv series which came out in 2019 uh, there's 10 episodes i'm on episode five um and it's about a woman what is her name alexander breckenridge i have here but she is in this is us as one of the oh actually no i can't say that She's in This Is Us. I didn't. I didn't want. I was almost going to ruin This Is Us for somebody that might not have watched it. Like me. Yeah, I can't ruin it because once you know something, that's that's the first episode ruined. Anyway, um, and she moves to this like really small um town called Virgin River from LA, and she moves there as a nurse and there's like one doctor's practice with like one doctor it's like a really really small town but it's really beautiful like it's all a bit kind of twilighty you know like the big forests and the big yeah. rivers it's really lovely um and it's and at first you're like oh this is just like a nice kind of like i would say autumn drama like everyone's got a lot of plaid shirts on like there's a lot of trees going on there's a lot of like wood paneling it's all just very lovely um anyway so I'm like getting into it. Um, there's a character called Jack who's quite enjoyable, you know, to, to to pique your interest. And then episode five is possibly the most stressful thing I've ever watched because it turns out the two main characters, Mel and Jack, they've got like trauma in their past, um, which I won't ruin for you, but I also kind of feel, feel like I need to put a trigger warning in. Um, but they've, they've both got PTSD from like various things. And then it all kind of starts coming out and then it all just comes to a head in, in episode five. And last night I stayed up till quarter to one, one, like 12.45 a.m. watching it. I, I did think that's what you meant by quarter to one. Well, I just had to <laughs> confirm because I've never stayed up that late since. Wow. Is it really good then? It's absolutely fantastic. Mm. I'm loving it. It's like bit of romance a bit of drama a bit of passion um the lead character's always got perfectly tussled waves like her makeup and hair are just perfection um and and again if you don't want to watch tiger king i'd recommend watching this mm, i'm judging okay. tiger king or i just refuse to watch it i haven't watched it joe's been watching it in the background and i'm just i'm not i'm not there i don't think it's for us I don't think so either. But Virgin River, absolutely loving it. Um, each episode, I think, is like 46 minutes. So it's kind of that thing, you know, when you say, oh, I'll just do one more episode. But actually, yeah. 45 minutes is how you end up staying up till quarter to one. Yeah, that, that that's the thing. It feels like, oh, it's just over half an hour. No. Yeah. So this morning, June woke up at quarter to six. And I was like, I've had five hours sleep because I stayed up watching <laughs> Virgin River. I can't help myself. But we've had to implement a telly ban on her because she has been watching more telly than usual. Um, but when she watches loads of telly, it normally reflects in how early she gets up. So right. quarter, like when it was pitch black, I was like, no, we're, we're having a telly ban. Um, so that's where we're at today. Not all telly is good telly people. <laughs> the end. So <laughs> shall we move on to shopping chat? We weren't quite sure if we were going to keep this in, but we've had, we did say we'd do it once, I was going to say once monthly, like they used to say in the <laughs> olden days. But I've had, um, I, just me and my podcast, we've had a few messages, we, Liv and I, together, um, just saying like that they enjoy shopping. So we're going to keep it in. And these are bits and bobs um, we've kind of purchased since the last episode. So not necessarily in isolation, but um, just some nice bits and bobs we wanted to share, really. Would you like to go first? Because I feel like you might have some goods. 
Well, I feel like every man and their dog knows what I've been buying um, because it's been all over my Instagram. And I Does have... it start with girl and end in friend? <laughs> um, ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Um, I'm obsessed with girlfriend activewear. I can't even remember like why it started. I think I've wanted to buy some nice workout gear for ages. Um, and not like to punish myself but I just wanted to make sure that this was going to be a regular thing so I wanted to kind of make sure that I was doing it frequently enough to justify getting some new workout gear and like on the previous episode like I'm really into a routine with it I I, I like to do the hub at least three times a week um anyway so with I don't know if you find this but with like bras or like sleepwear or activewear like I really have to sit down and like research my options yeah, I feel like you're far more thorough than I am, but it pays off. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's a me thing. Um, but like, I just feel like I get quite overwhelmed with it because I like I want to make the best decision. <laughs> I'm such yeah. a loser. Um, anyway, so like one night I was like, right, I'm tonight's the night. I'm going to get some new workout gear because I've got some, I've got one pair of leggings and one, uh, two sports bras, which I literally get stuck in every time I try and get them off. Um, oh, and God, I like yeah. weighed up all my options. I'd seen some bits and bobs on Lululemon, seen some stuff on Sweaty Betty and then Girlfriend, which I'd seen and Outdoor Voices as well. Um, so anyway, I settled in for my research night and finally decided I was going to buy some girlfriend bits and bobs and I found it on Net-A-Porter, um, which, why did I decide to buy it from there? I think they had it on Liberty, they had it on Selfridges, but Net-A-Porter were like the only people that had all the sizes in at that time. So if you don't know anything about girlfriend, they make all of their activewear from plastic bottles and they also, I think it's a double extra small and they go up to a six, X, uh, like, 6XL um, and they have some really awesome colours so I kind of I was leaning towards them because I liked their size inclusivity I liked their kind of sustainability they kind of believe in ethical manufacturing and they're really kind of transparent as well and also I later found out once I'd ordered them from Netsporter, if you order from Girlfriend directly, you they send it straight from their factory. So they're, they're based in the US, but they manufacture in the Far East. So they send straight from their factory yeah. rather than sending from their factory to the US, to the UK, if that makes sense. But more importantly, they give every person, if you buy directly from their website, it's a little bit cheaper than like Liberty, Netsporter, etc. They give you a referral code. So say if you bought them and then you sent that code to your mate, you'd get a pair of free leggings. Wow. Is that not amazing? Um, have you been using your referral code? Because I feel like you could have like, a wardrobe of leggings. I know. I've actually got two free pairs of leggings um, because I tell, I tell you for why. So Liberty, obviously, I know lots of businesses are kind of struggling at the moment and Liberty had a sale on and all their girlfriend stuff went in at 50%, So which made it so much more affordable because I think it's about £65 for for the leggings so I actually sent everybody to Liberty so I wasn't really bothered if, if people use my referral code because they were getting it at half price but I have had two people use it so I was pretty chuffed with that and I've got the tomato red and the mint green but honestly it's like nothing you've ever felt before but like everybody who's got it has messaged me and been like you weren't joking about this active wear and I was like I was not mama did her research Okay, well, I'm sold. I am totally sold. Please use my referral code. Joking, I will absolutely use your referral code. Um, but Liberty have now put it back up to uh, full price, sadly. But I think they've pretty much sold everything. Obviously, they just um, need, needed to generate some cash because we cannot lose Liberty. No, oh, God, no. I say, no. like, I'm the top spender. <laughs> we cannot. I've just come in to spend my uh, gift voucher that I get every Christmas. Oh, I've still got my voucher. Oh, from your wedding? Yeah. Oh, now is the time. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put that on my list. <laughs> on your to-do list? Yeah, spend vouchers. Liberty voucher. Lovely. But it's really nice for working out, um, but also just lounging around the house, which I feel like what we're doing a little bit more of at the moment. And the other thing that I'm really enjoying lounging around the house in, which is actually a bit too fancy, but I ordered this... I'd probably say like two months ago and it arrived a couple of weeks ago and it was a new dress from Stalf. Ooh. Do you know the one I mean? Is it the pink one? It is the pink one. 
Then yes, I do know the one you mean. Um, I was really unsure. Like I absolutely love Stealth. It's all made in Lincolnshire, and I have. You've got their sweats, haven't you? Are you going to talk oh. about them? Have I ruined oh. it for you? No, I'm not going to talk about them, but I will talk about them Let's. because they are wonderful. They are so cozy. They're so good. You've got the stripy ones, haven't you? Yeah, they are incredible. This, yeah, they're so good, and um, it is a bit of an investment piece but it's again it's all kind of made here in Lincolnshire they're really transparent with their pricing and it was this really lovely kind of what I thought for summer blush pink linen dress I went for it in the length which is two inches shorter than the standard length and they also do two inches longer as well so you can kind of customize it a little bit which I think is really lovely and you know when you've made a purchase and you're thinking have I done the right thing yeah like did i did i need that anyway it arrived when i got back from france and i absolutely love it and like the more i wear it the more i love it as well like i had to stop myself from putting it on again today i was like you need to you need to put something else on <laughs> it's time to change yeah it's so i pretty much just go between the girlfriend leggings and the stealth dress and and i've got and the only other thing i've got on which i'm literally wearing it now is this chunky jumper that's really old and to be honest could definitely do with a shave <laughs> a deep bubble shave you yes mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, to give you, just to give you some context um and that's about it to be honest not not all that exciting but just two things i've been really really loving oh that's but that's pretty good going to be honest i've not done an awful lot of shopping um but one thing i am really excited to do and i think it will help me justify anything going forward is sorting out my wardrobe and doing the changeover. Oh, the changeover. Because I've got all my winter stuff still in my wardrobe and I keep thinking of things that I'm like, oh, I wish I had like a little, like the other day it was like a, like a floral blouse. And then I was like, I've definitely got one from Zara that I bought a few years ago that's up in the loft. So I'm really excited. This weekend I might try and do it to do a bit of a wardrobe swap and just kind of shop my own wardrobe. And I know that sounds really lame, um, but it's something I really look forward to, especially after not seeing things for like eight months. There's no better feeling. And like, you're like, oh, it's all in my size. And oh, this shop really knows my tastes. I know. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'll so, come here again. And that, so I'm hopefully doing that. But there is one thing I keep going back to, and that is a dress by O Pioneers. Um, I love their dresses so very much. Um, and at the moment they're donating 50% of each dress sale to Age UK in Camden. And they are just the most gorgeous. They're very like, um, prairie style vampire's wife inspired. So you've got the pie crust collar, um, and things like that, but they are so beautiful. I keep revisiting, but I'm just at the moment, I'm like, I cannot justify it. Um, especially when things are quite slow with work. Um, but that is top of my wish list and I will feed back if there are any developments. I I have one thing on my wish list um, and to, actually, to be fair, I've got lots of things on my wish list and it's definitely one of those like, oh, pioneers dress. But I do think, especially now, we've both slowed down with shopping and I think what's happening at the moment, like I'm definitely appreciating what is in my wardrobe so much and I can't wait to do the switch over. But there is one thing again that keeps catching my eye and it's the new sleeper dress which I already have in two colours I've got it in a red gingham and a lemon mimosa well we have the same dress sorry <laughs> I'm like uh, somebody has you have that dress um, yes. and have you seen it comes in pink gingham now oh yeah I have oh it's so pretty and every time I see it I'm like oh and you know when you can't get something out of your mind oh dear but it's not my birthday yet it's my birthday in a month, so I'm thinking, happy birthday well, in a I month. Think, I think that's that. you don't need to justify it anymore to me, but that, that sounds fair enough. Yeah, so that's that's the, the top one on my wish list, but I definitely feel like the same with me, you know, work slow, money's very uncertain, so shopping's definitely taken a back seat. But I have been kind of sharing a couple of links on Instagram because I know quite a few companies have done reductions like Loffler Randall that's how that's how we're saying it right um yeah yeah is that how we're pronouncing it um the, I've got these beautiful like gold lame shoes and I've had a few people messaging me saying you know what's the sizing like I'm going to take advantage of the 30 percent because you know some people are kind of 
looking to take advantage of the reductions in small uh, smart that was support smaller businesses in case you didn't know what that, that abbreviation meant um so i know like some people are shopping but they're just the things that i've absolutely loved um the past couple of months and been wearing to death i think it's really handy as well because i was talking to my mum and she was like because she's working from home now she was like do you know any good places to get like leggings and active wear and not active wear but more like lounge wear and I was just thinking I was like oh um and I didn't really have many places that came to mind straight away but I think it's like there are there are ways to talk about it in a way that's like okay like if you are taking advantage of this then you know if you're saving perhaps on like your commuting costs or your lunch costs and you've got a bit of extra spend is quite useful sometimes yeah I put um, a link to I always go on about it but the free people fable dress I, I don't know how long it was on offer but basically it was 50% and I felt like really uneasy about sharing it but I just kind of was going on you know every now and again I'll put out an affiliate code so I can see how many people have clicked and ordered so on the girlfriend stuff like I just knew that that was really popular like people were really keen to get it at 50% and again with the free people fable dress that I put up like I think like 20 people ordered it and people sent me messages just saying oh thank you so much like I know not everybody's shopping right now but I've never been able to afford that dress full price and so to get it at half price like basically thanks for sharing but I think you've just got to read the room feel the room feel the room (laughs) (laughs) you can also feel feel the room no don't feel the room read the room yes the other thing that we wanted to talk about this week as well as shopping was uh talk about fridge fantasy i am obsessed with my fridge currently like literally obsessed with it i feel like i'm gonna write an inventory on the front therefore like everybody can check in in and out what what's going on in there I feel like it. I feel like we're all mutually obsessed with our fridges. Um, Jack went in the fridge the other day and was like, um, "I think you've got a problem." And I was like, "What? I've not not been stockpiling anything." And he was like, "You are definitely stockpiling butter." And I was like, "How, how dare you?" Um, I feel attacked. He, yeah, no, I actually am stockpiling butter. Like not stockpiling, but I I would say once a week, I've been buying an unsalted and a salted, and you don't always get through them. And therefore, they have kind of backed up a bit. Yeah, and no, I was going to say, I was like, that's, I suppose, yeah, that, that will definitely last. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's become apparent in this situation. Obviously, we're hugely privileged to, to kind of be able to, to do a week shop and have access to food. But I think it's become really apparent, like, what your desert island food items are in this situation. Oh, yeah, definitely. What would you say yours are? For... Oh eggs probably um i love a dippy egg um also i really 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 look forward to fresh crusty bread yes i eggs eggs and butter are my two thing um i've got a lady i've got a, i've got an egg lady um so there's an app called olio which is brilliant it's called uh spelled o-l io and it's designed that if you have got too much of something or you've got something maybe you've bought that's going out of date like you can take a picture of it and it goes out to your local community like anybody who's got the app in the area and they can see all the things that you're giving away um, that's so good it's so good to prevent food waste but so i popped on the other day because i was like well just in case i've got anything i didn't actually have anything <laughs> i've eaten all my butter but there's a lady near me who has chicken so i've been able to get some some eggs from her so last week i swapped her for a hand cream um i mean you the idea of the app is that you can you can just have it for free but you know i, f- I felt really bad because it wasn't about the kind of the cost it was just like i would just really like some eggs and i hadn't been able to get any and i said to her is there, is there anything you need like beauty wise and she said oh um I- I do like moisturising. I was like, oh, hang hang about. And so I found her a hand cream and I swapped some eggs for a hand cream. But I've noticed now that she has got a sign. So I will be giving her money next week. But um, I'm very happy with my egg lady. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, that is like, you know, giving eggs away for free now is that is very generous. Yeah, I feel like the supermarkets are getting better. Like I feel like now that you have to queue to get in and only so many people are allowed in it's a little bit better but I know for so many people like in terms of delivery and 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 trying to get those slots that it's really difficult um but hopefully we should see things calm down I hope 
Yeah, definitely. That's the thing. We got eggs from a corner shop and we could only buy a tray of 30. So we had to knock on our neighbour's doors and we were like, do you want any eggs? We've got eggs. but You don't want to just, we didn't want to keep hold of them. We were like, we felt really bad. Have I told you the story of my mum giving away toilet roll? No, but I bet she's got, a, like, a, I was going to say, a knighthood on the way. So she um she went to, this was a couple of weeks ago before lockdown, and, and she was at, and more than a couple of weeks ago, because it's, it's, we're in our third week, aren't we? Anyway, she went to Wilco's to buy some toilet roll for her work, and they only had packs of 18, and mum was like, well, I don't want a pack of 18, like, I just want a pack of four. But also, we've got no toilet roll, so I can't go back without any toilet roll. So she was, like, in this predicament of do I buy a pack of 18 or or none? Anyway, she decided to go with the pack of 18, but she felt so guilty about it. Um, she then saw this little old lady and she was on like an, um, had like an electric scooter and she was outside Marx's and mum literally stopped her and was like, do you, do you need some toilet roll? And the lady was like, uh, actually, you know, since you've mentioned it, I do need some toilet roll. And mum was like, brilliant. Would you like some of mine? I've bought this oh. toilet roll and I feel so guilty. Like, please take my toilet roll. I bet she wanted to be like, but only if you actually need it. Like, don't don't just say it. Like, there's a correct answer here. But yeah, no, she felt much better after she she gave the toilet roll away because she kind of knew that work was going to be closing. So she didn't want to just have like 18 toilet rolls just sat there doing nothing. And she, uh, it was just the fact she was like, I just I just normally buy four. Like, I did I don't want 18. I know. Initially, when before this crisis became like what it is. Joe was going to the co-op and he was like I don't want to buy a pack of four or eight because it looks like I'm panicking so I was like just get a two just be nonchalant like we don't care <laughs> like we don't need any more than that but actually now the I mean not the more the merrier because obviously buy within your means and what you need but um yeah it's it's a it's a wild world I there. saw um, Gary Lineker tweet. I've really gone off on one. We'll come back to food in a minute. But I saw Gary Lineker tweeting and, and bragging about how little toilet roll he'd used. I was like, oh, well, isn't it great for you being a man and not having a period? Like, yeah, I got yeah, back... I know, it just really... I was really triggered by it. I didn't reply to his tweet. But, like, we've spoken about it before and it's just time of the month and it makes me, like, need number twos more than normal so I'm literally when I got back from France I was using so much toilet paper because it was that time of the month and then I saw that Gary Lineker tweet and I I just felt attacked you're like all right Gary good for you all right I've been through one in a week in fact half a week leave me alone move along sunshine um anyway back to food can I can I do that connection yes (laughs) I allow it my favorite thing at the moment and I kind of don't want to tell everyone about it, but it's Just Roll Anything. Oh, yeah. So Just Roll, going back to your pizza. This would have saved the day, wouldn't it? Yeah, so the Just Roll sourdough pizza, it comes in a blue bag, um, is the best. It's the best thing in the world. We're, we're having it as a treat on Friday. Um, we didn't have it last Friday. We had it the Friday before, so it's like a fortnightly Friday thing because um, you don't want to get bored with these things. And we're having the crisps as well, don't forget. Um, But it's just such a good pizza and it goes really big. And I just love kind of like making stuff at home. Um, We were just eating pizza and chips the other day, but like cut up potato chips. And I was like, is it like the sweat, blood and tears that have gone into these chips? But they taste so much better than like takeaway chips. Mm. So definitely the Just Roll anything. Um, We've got a couple of Just Roll puff pastries in the fridge as well. So you can make a nice tart if you need to. Oh, do you know, I do love a fro like a fro like a freezer to oven croissant in the mornings. Croissant. Ooh. Yeah, abs- I picked up a few of those in Tesco the other day. Um I don't mind where they come from actually. I'm not really bothered, but there is something that feels quite decadent about a freezer pastry. Oh, do you know what they and they, they look once once they've come out of the oven, they look like proper patisserie ones. Look like I'm you sure laminated the, sure- them yourself. I know, I'm sure the French would disagree, but, um, you know, I'll I roll with them. it. I have realised that I've had such a craving for meat as well because I've been locked up with the vegetarian. <laughs> Normally I get out once a week for like a meat fix. Um, and then oh, when I, I thought I'm... you could say a meat feast. <laughs> well, has anyone seen Charlotte? Yeah, she's at Domino's having a meat feast. Um, I don't think I can have a meat feast. I think they're too spicy. Yeah, I think so. One of the I did a pub quiz last week, and one of the questions was, "What are all the toppings on a meat feast?" And I think there are some spicy ones. What are all the toppings? Could you answer that? Um, no, I didn't get it right, but I think it's um, it's basically like chicken, pepperoni, 
um like like sausage maybe red onion um maybe peppers i can't remember but um i did a pub quiz lucy sheridan's one the other day and i got seven points by naming all the colors of the rainbow oh wow pete <laughs> in the bag <laughs> my kind of pub quiz i was like richard of york gave battle in vain Everyone was like, what? I say everyone on Zoom, by the way, was like, what are you doing? And I was like, the rainbow, the rainbow rhyme. Uh, duh. Seven points in the bag. Um, What were we talking about? Meat. So this week when I went to the supermarket, <laughs> I got a pack of Parma ham and I've been eating. I've been eating it in secret. Well, until now. <laughs> until now. Um, and then I saw on somebody's stories that they were eating, they were having like an alfresco picnic and they had a bit of brie and I've not been able to stop thinking about brie. Um, so when I went to the supermarket, like I put two treats in. I say two treats, there was quite a lot of treats in that basket. Um, but I got brie and parma ham. And then the other treat that I got was a bar of Tony's, which was only to be opened in an emergency. Oh, so good though. I got the salted caramel, the one in the orange packet. Um, and one night we'd had qu- quite an intense bedtime and Jack was like, I think it's time. I, like, I think it's time. Time for what? He was like, time for Tony. I was like, yes, get Tony out. Get him out. Get Tony out right now. <laughs> he really did the job. Um, what? What? What's in your fridge? Or what are you what? fantasizing about? Do you know what I've been making? So every, obviously everyone's been making banana bread, but I'm really excited by homemade cookies. Um, I know the Anna Edit has an infamous recipe, but I did the Violet Bakery one, her cookbook. They are amazing. And when I cooked them, I baked them three weeks ago and you can basically freeze them for up to three weeks like the rest of the cookie dough. And I've never done this before because... God knows why, but being able to take them out in the evening and put them in the oven and have fresh cookies is like, I feel like my eyes have been opened. I also bought um, the cookbook of someone I came across on Instagram literally this week um, called Ravneet Jill or Gill. Um, and she's a pastry chef at Puff the Bakery in London. And she's just released a really, really beautiful cookbook um, called, let me confirm, called The Pastry Chef's Guide. And she has a cookie recipe, which everyone has been raving about. And she's also doing a cook-along to, on Thursday, which will be tomorrow, um, at four o'clock um, to make like gooey, gluten-free chocolate chip cookies. Um, and I've just really learned the luxury of having frozen cookie dough in the freezer. And that is not something I've ever been familiar with. Actually, it is the M&S cookies you can freeze and put in the oven. I don't know if they'll have any in there at the moment, but they are amazing. I think it's what's quite exciting is like pushing your freezer to the limits and like really figuring <laughs> out like what you can freeze. Um, I went in the kitchen the other day and Jack was like chopping up a lemon. I was like, what, what are you doing? And the, he was, um, it, the lemon was like borderline like going off. And he was like, well, I'm freezing the slices to pop in a G&T. I was like, oh, can we do that he was like yeah of course you kind of saw it and he'd seen it somewhere and then just like like really knowing like what you can freeze like i think you can freeze cheese as well you can freeze bananas if you yes. take the skin off because i was i've got two that are on the turn i was like oh i don't really want to bake banana bread at the moment because we're at like bake capacity but i was like i don't want to waste them either so i was like oh maybe i'll chop them up and freeze them yeah and i think you can then turn that into ice cream as well i think that came on one of the, i'm on um a lockdown craft WhatsApp group for children. <laughs> it's a terrifying place. Um, it, like, just sometimes it gives you loads of inspiration. Other times you're just like, I'm a bad mother. Um, I'm not doing any of this. But they said that you can do that with bananas. Oh, that is very, very good to know. Yeah. We can, we'll report back next week with other items you can freeze to. <laughs> On that note, I think we're going to leave it. But I've just got two things to read out from listeners. Actually, one's to play, and it's from Catherine Ellen, and she's talking about the topic that we covered last week, all about exercise. So here's Catherine. It's really weird because before this, I don't think I ever thought of exercise as a luxury, uh, really. I'd never ever thought that I'd be grateful to be able to go out for a run or even for something as you know basic as a walk. Um, but yeah, it's really, really changed my perspective on that, and I feel like... I will never, ever take it for granted again at all. And we also have an email from Molly, who is underscore Molly Emma on Instagram. 
Dear Liv and Charlotte, I just wanted to email to say how much I enjoy listening to this week's podcast. I was laughing while you were talking about the new hobbies everyone's going to take while in lockdown because I was listening to this week's episode whilst doing my first ever paint by numbers. I haven't painted since I was 13, but I've been finding it really relaxing. I also love the discussion about exercise. I am someone who has always hated exercise because there was never anything I really enjoyed. But recently I joined Clubicize with my mum and it's hilarious. They turn disco lights on and give everyone glow sticks. Then everyone dances to 80s club hits. It's really welcoming and a friendly class. So I completely agree with you that everyone's approach to exercise will look different. But as long as you're moving, that's okay. Thank you for still recording the podcast in this weird time. It's the highlight of my week. You talk a lot about figgy pudding films. Well, this feels like... Like my figgy pudding podcast i hope this oh! email finds you well molly that's so nice there's just so much i wanted to stop and discuss there firstly paint by numbers like i want to get one i want to get one specifically of a dog wow yeah why not um secondly club size sounds sensational oh I, honestly i feel like i'm literally getting up google now like right <laughs> And then, what a compliment. We're a figgy pudding podcast. That has made my week. Absolutely love you, Molly. If any reader would like to top Molly's email, do send us an email at thefringeofit at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at thefringeofit, and you can find us on Instagram at fringeofit. If anybody <laughs> would like to give us the fringe of it back, I'm going to do a weekly plea. We tried, we tried. And then you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it. If you'd like to share us with a friend, review or rate us, that would really help us at this time. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>